2: by visiting musicgives.org.
3: It's been another busy news week, and we like to review the major stories of the week here on the Black Information Network. Today, we are joined by Black Information Network news anchors, Vanessa Tyler and Mike Stevens, to discuss this week's major stories. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. All right, Vanessa and Mike, it's been a couple of months. How have you been? Very
1: good. How are you?
3: I'm I'm doing very well, Mike. (laughs) I'm doing great fantastic okay well obviously we have a lot to talk about uh and I won't keep the people waiting so let's get to the good stuff pontoons and punches you know what I'm talking about the aftermath of the Montgomery brawl continues as arrest warrants have been issued in last Saturday's fight at Riverfront Park Vanessa let's start with you what's the latest developments on this story and then of course uh Mike we want to get your thoughts as well
1: Pontoons and punches, or as some people really like to see this, as hits and hate. And that's what's on the table right now. What's the N-word thrown around as well as blows that struck riverboat co-captain Damian Pickett? Well, People who heard the words say yes, which could get those white men police have identified additional charges. Hate crime charges. Mm. You know, they did a story of why some black people are rejoicing over this. We saw the video of the black man doing his job, jumped by whites who refused to move the boat out of the reserve space for the riverboat mm. that was full of passengers ready to get off. And they had their cameras rolling. One black 16 year old social media dubbed black Aquaman actually swam <laughs> to help When the rest of the Blacks got to shore, they also jumped in. Another reason the Root Report to Black people have been cheering is because usually it's Black people getting beaten down on video. Not this time. Black people are fighting back.
3: Sure, sure. And I I, want to make a small correction there. I believe that people are calling him (laughs) and
4: I think that's so funny. Uh, Anyway, Mike, let's get your thoughts. Yeah, there are so many uh, layers to this story with racial implications. And, um, you know, this port was supposed to be, I believe, where slaves came in. And Montgomery, of course, has meant so much to the civil rights movement. Mm -hmm. And I think it was just great seeing black people not encouraging fighting, of course, but um, sticking up for one another, as Vanessa said. Sure, sure. Absolutely.
3: I was... uh able to record a uh, reader's digest sort of recap of the fight and indeed uh, a full response to it in terms of why I believe this was such a cultural moment and why it ended up being as big and and shared with the frequency that it has, and of course turned into a source of of laughter when typically fighting is is not something that people it brings people joy. It's just kind of an unfortunate side effect of friction. Um, and that all can be found on uh this weekend's episode of Civic Cipher, where me and Q we go through the whole process. So for my thoughts on that, uh feel free to check out this weekend's episode of Civic Cipher um on a station near you. But uh suffice it to say, I, I think that we're gonna definitely see this a yearly commemoration of of this moment uh for the very reasons that you just mentioned, Mike, that it felt very special to see some black solidarity and black people's. Standing up for one one another in the face of anti-black violence and what investigators are going to determine is or isn't uh, white supremacy or, or hate. so uh, we'll keep watching the story of course and and continue to let you know what developments unfold. Moving on, as Fulton County prosecutors grow closer to presenting charges against Donald Trump in his attempt to overturn the 2020 election results, the former president lashed out at district attorney Bonnie Willis by suggesting she might be having an affair with a gang member. All right, Mike, give us more on this story. And then Vanessa, uh,
4: why don't you follow up for us? You know, it's funny. Since 2016, I think so many of us have been saying, I've never seen anything like this before. Mm-hmm. in reference to Donald Trump. I mean, the yeah. things that he said, the things he's done and the things he's gotten away with. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them is to accuse the prosecutors, including the black New York attorney general, black DA, man, and Fannie Willis of um, racism, um, of all kinds of crazy stuff. And this, this thing about the affair with a gang member and, and, and many more things. I mean, I, I have never seen anything like this before. The person who could potentially put you away for life. You're making allegations against. And then he's also trying to get that um, the black judge off in the federal case. Tanya Chutkin. Um, It just it just shows that Donald Trump is not going to be anything but Donald Trump. And we'll see whether he gets away with it this time or not. Yeah. Yeah. Vanessa, let's get your thoughts.
1: He'll try and say anything, won't he? Legally tried to remove her. The court said a big no. Now Trump has to face Fonnie Willis. And she has said she's ready. Actually, she has his own words on tape asking to just find him 11,780 votes. Mm -hmm. So racist tropes about an experienced prosecutor is not going to help him now.
3: Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, you know, my heart goes out to everybody involved with Donald Trump in any way. Bonnie Willis or anyone else for that matter, just because, like this is a textbook Donald Trump move um, to try to discredit uh, an investigation or a person in a position who's not directly aligned with him, a uh, person in in a position to affect the outcomes in his life, and you know they they call him the Teflon Don for a reason, but it it'd be tough to see him get through all of this stuff unscathed, and I think that his best chance is. Winning the presidency and then and pardon, himself? pardon. He pardons oh, yeah. himself for the oh, for that's, all of his crime. Oh, that's
1: the plan. Oh, yeah. that's plan A. Win, exactly. pardon, and and push all this away. Absolutely.
4: Exactly. You can't, can't do that if he if he's convicted in the state charges, though. That's why it's very important what's going on in these, uh, you know, the cases in uh, Fulton County and Manhattan. That's a good. That's
3: a good point. Excellent point. So, uh, per usual, we'll continue to um, watch this unfold, but it's it's starting to heat up. And for those of us who really do not want to see Donald Trump in the White House again, it feels like a very hopeful moment when we've been disappointed quite a few times over the years. So we'll we'll watch it unfold.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments.
2: Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.
0: We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude.
2: You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.
3: Black Information Network news anchors Vanessa Tyler and Mike Stevens are here with us discussing this week's major stories. All right, Uh, this one is interesting. Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy made the news this week with his comments about the Juneteenth holiday. Vanessa, bring us up to speed on this story and then Mike will come to you next.
1: Well, candidate Ramaswamy called it a useless holiday created (laughs) under the political pressure of the death of George Floyd. He sees no added value to celebrating it, Mm -hmm. but does think we should instead get election day as a federal holiday. Now, Ramaswamy was born in America by Hindu Indian parents who came here with nothing. So his is an American dream story and it would take a dream and a miracle for him to beat out Trump for the Republican nomination.
3: Mike, let's get your thoughts.
4: Yeah. uh, I mean, because he doesn't have a history in this country, perhaps he doesn't really get it. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But in that room, when he mentioned he called it a useless holiday, there were plenty of white folks who were applauding and they certainly get it. Yeah. So, I mean, this is he's just trying to find a path forward to for the presidency. And it's not likely he's going to get it. Right. You know, the thing is, uh,
3: what I've seen is that. For the people that might be persuaded away from voting for Donald Trump and let's let's do this for a larger extent folks on the right because we're we're more divided than we've ever been in this country let's be very honest about that having how about this hate is like seasoning right on a on a meal you can't have too much of it because then people don't want to be associated with you but if you can have just the right amount and it's coded or it's dog whistle you know it's it, the optics allow you uh, the ability to say, no, this is what I meant, when the truth is we all know exactly what you meant, um, then you can insulate yourself from that association that we assign to you uh, as being hateful. In other words, the people that were cheering for this useless holiday remark made by this candidate, those are the people that like other people to say stuff and then somehow justify it underneath a thin veneer of patriotism so that they can get off how they really feel. I don't think this is a permanent state of being. I think this is a function of us being more divided with respect to our politics. And then obviously the protests in 2020 and, you know, white supremacy compels white people to uphold it no matter what. So anything that feels like a challenge to what they consider to be, um, well executed (laughs) framework for society, um, is something that they'll push back against, but they cannot be associated with hate because then that would be acknowledging that they are privileged. And if they are, in fact, privileged, then why aren't we millionaires? You know, we'll be hundred thousandaires all day as long as we don't have to be like those guys, you know. So um, I, I know exactly what it is, and I'm glad that this guy's losing. I, I'll be happy to see him relegated to the dustbin of history. And, and as you mentioned, he doesn't have the historical uh, context to even be making statements like this. If anyone wants to make a national voting holiday, I'm all for it. But when you attack a, a holiday that this country deserves, not just black people, this country, this country took a big step then, just like all the other holidays, and one that it in particular um, resonates with black people gaining our independence, and I have to push back against your whole platform or whatever else you say. Because right then and there, your racism is showing. I can see it clear as day. And it doesn't matter how you try to justify it to the people that want to hear it. I know what it is, and I'll call it out. Moving on. (laughs) Uh, Finally, let's get an update on the sentencing of former Minneapolis police officer Tutau, who held back the crowd during George Floyd's arrest in 2020. Mike, uh, let's start with you. Give us some details on the case. And then, of course, we're going to um, follow up with you, Vanessa.
4: Yeah, and Vanessa actually has done a lot of reporting on this in the Black Information Network, so I'm going to essentially defer to her, but I'll give you just a nutshell. Sure. Um, He he says a lot of crazy things in court as well. Um, He drew parallels with the sufferings and false accusations endured by Job and Jesus. Sure. He said, I didn't commit these crimes. His conscience is clear. He's not going to be a Judas or joining a mob of, I think it was called self uh, preservation, yeah, or betray my God. So yeah. these are some of the things he said in this long uh, court comment. And the judge was like, "Listen, do you have any remorse?" <laughs> Which is the one thing that they were looking for him, and he he apparently did not have it. And he actually could have stopped this uh, the the death of George Floyd by his actions um, had he done done it differently in the beginning, but he did not, and uh, so now he's paying the price. Sure, sure. Vanessa, let's get your thoughts.
1: To Tao, he was instrumental. He was a senior officer at the scene. He ordered George Floyd to be held down. He, could, he ordered the crowd not to even help him. So out of anybody except for Derek Chauvin, he was the one who could have prevented the death of George Floyd, and he did not. But Tao did find something in prison. He found God. And he talked about it, as Mike said, at length, quoting the Bible stories about Jesus. But the judge says what he didn't find in all that religion was compassion. All that rambling. Never once did he mention the name of George Floyd.
3: Mm. Mm. Well, um, to quote the judge directly, uh, Judge Peter. Cahill, I believe, is how you say his last name. He says, quote, after three years of reflection, I was hoping for a little more remorse, regret, acknowledgement of some responsibility and less preaching. And then, of course, he sentenced him to 57 months in prison. And I, for one, am OK with that. I, okay. I'll, I'll take it. Um, it's, served
1: After the federal sentence. So once he finishes his federal then he's got to serve the
3: state. Well, even better. <laughs> so so we'll take that. And uh, obviously, we'll continue to monitor these and other stories, which you can find all at BINnews.com. As always, I'd like to thank you both very much for your insight. Once again, today's guests are Black Information Network news anchors, Vanessa Tyler and Mike Stevens. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice, from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you